Okay, today's daf is Yuma daf Mem Gimel. We are on Mem Gimel Mer Aleph, top line, Veshachar Oisa. So just to frame what we're up, what we're up to, about two-thirds of the way down on Mem Beis, Mem Beis, the Gemara said the following. It introduced a new topic, Amar Ula, Kola Parsha Kula, the whole Parsha of Paraduma, there's, it's an it's a odd sequence of Sukkim, and you could have Mashma Moitzi Miyad Mashma, or Mashma Meva. The second Pasuk, or the, the Pasuk that will follow what a previous rule had just said, can do one of two things. It could either be a, a simple flow, which would be memela, like in, in a normal way, continuing the conversation. It could also mean, it could literally just contradict what you just said. So we saw a little bit of that yesterday in the Pesukim. In the beginning of today's daf, we're going to continue reading the Parsha of the Paraduma. We're going to see how that plays out. So the Pesach continues. It says, V'shachat oisa, and you should shach the Paraduma, so top line, Mem Gimel Amar Alev, acheres ima, don't shach something else with it. Meaning, if you had a very long knife, and you wanted to shach two animals at the same time, you cannot do that. Shalayishchot acheres ima. The Pesach continues. It says, V'shachat oisa, live for love. Well, well, a different, yeah. You can do it yeah, we'll learn, learn chulin. There's a lot of mistakes that could happen, but technically, there'll be no problem. Don't try it at home, right? Well, that's why we have to learn how to Exactly. Next, so the pasuk had said, "V'shachar isal lefanav." On the second line from the top, what does lefanav mean? Larav, according to Rav, who learned before yesterday's daf that a kain is the one that has to shecht it. And the shechita of the para aduma, if a czar does it as puzzle. So, what's he going to do with this pasuk? So, we have this shleasiach data mimeno that is telling me don't have a hesachadas when you shech the para aduma. Lishmuel, who learned, he held that shechita's para is kshera bizar. So, what does he learn from there? Shehezar shechet velazaraya, a czar kashecht, and a lazar could see it. You don't need a lazar to shech the entire thing or to shech at all. Continues the pasuk. So, when it says when the, when the Torah describes the Kabbalah getting the blood and the sprinkling of the dam, the Torah explicitly says Elazar Akain. For example, it says Velokach Elazar Akain midama veetzbais. You do the lekicha and then vehiza you sprinkle it on neichach pnei olamayim midama shavapamim. Now, why do I need the Torah here to write Elazar? Lishmuel makes a lot of sense because you just told me the shechita is not done by a lazar, it could be done by a czar. So the shechita could be done by a czar, I would assume the next stages in the process could be done by a czar as well. So it's important that the Torah wrote, We're going back to a lazar, he's the one that has to do it. Lerav, who it should have continued, and it should have said, we should have been assumed if a lazar was needed to shech, of course, he would be needed to do the Kabbalah and the Hazah. So why is it hard to say, It must be, It's a miyot, achamiyot. This is one of the, the drushes we have. It's a miyot, achamiyot, meaning the Torah, the Torah could be written either in an inclusive or, or, a, or specific way. And when you have two specifications in a row, we well, you know from Hazal, we'll have this many times throughout Jas, If it's done, if there's two specific ones in a row, then it's the rabbis. Why? Because if it just wanted to be might, it should have said one. Why are you saying two miyutim? So now, where's the two miyutim? So first it says 
the um, the you have the Kabbalah. That's it's only a lazar, and again it says Vilaka Khalazar, which is the Haza. So it's Miyat Achamiyat, Achamiyat Allah Rabbis, and it comes out that Afilu Kain Hediyat, even a Kain Hediyat could do the Kabbalah and could do the Haza. You do not need a Lazar to do it. Isn't it kind of just a practical thing? He's shafting, he's going to miss out on a lot of blood before he can get around to Right, so we said that by the Kain Allah, he's doing it on Gipper, right? So he shafts it and then lets someone else finish the job, and then he, he takes That's what happens. Okay, now either way, whether you go with Rav or you go with Shmuel, this is an example of Moitzi Miyad Mashma. That was yesterday's daf, Amar Ula. This Pasuk is going different than what we just said. According to Shmuel, we just had said, Azar could shacht. Now we're going back, Elazar has to do the, karbana, the, the Kabbalah and Hazah. According to Rav, you need Elazar to do it. Now we're saying, no, you don't need Elazar to do it. So each one is learning, and this is an example of what we just said from Ula, that it's a mighty miyad. It's going. It's it's a two psukim in a row, where the second pasuk is not memela. It's not continuing. It's actually saying something different than what we just had said. Continues the Gemara. The rest of the pasuk says like this: So the kain takes the eight eras and he throws it into the surface of part. Now, Shmuel, who said the previous pasuk was dafka elazar, right? Shmuel just said we're going back to elazar. So what, what does the Torah say, Velaka HaKoyen? We know it has to be a Lazar, so it's inclusive. It doesn't have to be a Lazar. Even a Koyen could do it. Straight up Drasha. The Rav, who already had said it was a Mi'ad HaKamit, the Rav, it's all Kahanam, could do the previous things. So what's this Pasuk telling me? Velaka HaKoyen? Of course anyone could do it. So the Gemara says, Estrich, I need it. So, since it's not really part of the Paraduma, you're just throwing it in. Layla by Kain, you shouldn't need a Kain at all. So Kamashmullah need a Kain. So either way the learning you need a Kain. Shmuel's learning it doesn't have to be a Lazar. Rav's learning it has to be a Kain, but they both agree it has to be a Kain. Continues the Pasik. It says, Vikhibes the God of Hakain. The Kain has to wash his hands, wash, wash his clothing. What does it mean, Hakain? Of course we're talking about a Kain. You just said Kain. So the Gemara says, Bikihuna is teach me that you have to wear the big day kahuna when you do the paraduma. Then the Pasuk concludes, Vitame Hakoyin Adha Erev. The Koyin is Tame until the evening. It's telling me Koyin Bekihunai, they have to wear the Pitek Huna. Lidairis, Adha Erev, some type of uh, reference, Lidairis, throughout the generations. Forever, whenever you do the Paraduma, you have to, the Koyin has to be wearing the Pitek Huna. Now, we had a Machlaikas yesterday's daf. Who does the paraduma? Is it a kain hadiyat or a kain gadol? So how do you chalamad amar ladaris bekain hadiyat? That in future generations it's always going to be the kain hadiyat. Shaper makes sense. You have to tell me he has to wear the big tikkunah. By the way, he must be dressed. Alamad amar ladaris bekain gadol. According to the sheet that said yesterday, that only during the during the times in the midbar it was a lazar. But in future generations, it had to be done by the kain gadol. So hold on a second. Hashta Kaingadu Beinon. You're telling me you need a Kaingadu to do it. Is there any other time you need a Kaingadu to do anything? I'm careful, but other than that, any Kain could do it. Here you need a Kaingadu. So Bikihuna Mibayu, he has to wear the Bidde Kahuna. Of course, you would have to be wearing the Bidde Kahuna. So the Gemara says, you're right. It's, it's a Pashid thing. It's, a, it's like a Kavachimer. In, however, Milsa de Asib Kavachimer will have this in Kedushin and other, other Mesachtas. Things that come with a Kavachimer still Tarach Vikasav Lakra. The Tarach. 
went out of its way to write it. Why is that? So many achonim discuss. Let's say you would slug up the kavuchaimer. We have a, we have a pasuk, or ain't anshim and adin. They don't give punishments if it's just a kavuchaimer. So there are times where even though it would be simple logic, the Torah went out of its way. Tarach the cause of lokra continues the Gemara. Again, we're focusing on the Pesukim. We're going to show again where we see that the second Pesuk in a, in a, in a uh, sequence is going back on what it just said. So the Pesuk says when you gather the para, when you, sorry, when you gather the afer para, you gather the ashes of the para, so you burnt the para, and you have all these ashes around, so you have to gather it. So there it's not really an avayda. So who's able to gather it? So the Pesuk says like this, Va'asav ish tahar is afer a para v'niach. So what does ish mean? Ish means anyone, right? Ish, lahach shiras hazar. doesn't have to be a kain. Anyone can do it. And it says, Tahar, Tahar, Lahachshir, Af, Haisha. Even a woman could do it. Not just, it's not only uh, for men. Vihiniach, and I have to put it at the, in the proper place. So the Pasuk says like this, it said, Vihiniach, Hanach, you need a, a pudding. So it seems like you need like a Kavana. So, Mishiyesh, Baidas, Lahaniach, only someone who has the intelligence to put something down. Meaning, someone who has the the he's a, he's a bar das who's excluded. So we know das. They don't have das laniach, and therefore they're puzzled from putting down the afer para duma. Tanan hasam. We have a mishnah in para. It says like this: Hakok sheir in the kaddish. Everyone is kosher the kaddish. We're going like Rashi. Rashi says that it means you're putting the water onto the. Ashes in a in a keli, mayim chayim el keli. That's the kaddish. So everyone could do it. Chutz mecherish They cannot do it. That is the sheet of the Tanakama. For Rabbi Yehuda Machshe bekatan, he says no. A katan also could put water in. Not a big deal. However, upaisel beisha uvandragonus, a woman and an andragonus who is suffik nekeva, they cannot do this paraduma. Now, why, uh, this um, this uh, adding the water to the afer. My time at the Rabbanon. What's the reason the Rabbanon that say women, women could do it, but can't? It says, So the Pasuk had just said, Then it says, You just told me the gathering has to be done by an adult, and the next Pasuk goes into putting it. So, Hanach the Pasilach Pasiva Pasilach Bekidish, Hanach the Ashirilach Pasiva Ashirilach Bekidish. Meaning, this is a, uh, an example of, of the first uh, the, the example we gave, where the second pasuk in the sequence flows. The first pasuk told me about Asifa by gathering of the, of, the, of the ashes. It has to be done by a bardas. So the next pasuk of placing the ashes also has to be done by a bardas. That is kosher by anyone except for. That is the sheet of the Chachamim, Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda holds, no, a cotton is fine, but a woman is puzzle. So he's bothered by the following. If the second Pasuk, which is Lekicha, is, is taking it, and the first Pasuk was talking about gathering it, if they have the same halachas, right, again, we're, we're, it's the same sugya, is the second Pasuk in the sequence the same thing, or is it, the op- or is it different? If it's the same rules and regulations, the Torah should have said, the same singular expression, and they took, it sounds like it's including something. was puzzled by the gathering, by the lekicha is kosher, because this pasuk is going against what it previously said, it's coming to include more things. Okay, now, Isha, 
now. Fine, you told me that a cotton is kosher by the lakicha. But how does Rabbi Yehuda know that the kiddush has to be done by a man, but not, and even though the, the, the gathering was able to be done by a woman, as long as you're a bardas, but the lakicha is different. How does he know that? So the Gemara says, it says, Venosan, Veloin, Venosna. Venosan, he puts it, not Venosna, and she puts it. So it's, it's another uh, limud that Aisha's puzzle for doing the Kiddush. Rabbanan, and the Rabbanan who hold that the same halachic uh, details by the Asifa and by the Lekicha. So they say like this, Ikas Rechman of Velakach Venosan. If the Torah would have just said Velakach Venosan, all Lashin Yachid and not use Lashin Rabim, Havamina Adashakochar Vyavchar, that same guy has to do both, right? Like, you know, Velakach Venosan. He does it and he does it. He, he needs one guy to do both. Therefore, Kasarachman of Velakhu and they, so it's Lashin Rabim. Vikasarachman of Velakhu Venosan knew that both Lashin Rabim, Havamina, I would have thought to say, Adashakli Trey, Vyavi Trey, need two to gather the Afer and two. To put the Mayim in it. It shows that we don't need two. It could be two, it could be one, it could be where we're more inclusive. But that's why the Torah wrote one Belashin Yachid and one Belashin Rabbim. So, just by the way, just to wrap, wrap up this part, according to Chachamim, these Psukim are Mashma Mimela, that the sequence is going smoothly. And according to Abihuda, it's Lahoitzimiyad Mashma. The second passage is taking us out what we originally said. Continues the Gemara, a few more of these. It says, Velokach Ezoi, Vitavavamayim Ishtar. And then it says, Vihiza, and you sprinkle it. Now, the Rabbanon just said that the Kiddush has to be done by an adult, but it cannot be done by a Katan. So here it says, Vitavavamayim Ish. So Ish is telling me Ish. Velaisha, even though a woman was able to do the Lakicha, she can't do the Haza. Tahar, lahachshir has a cotton, but a cotton could do the hazah. So now you, it's, it's, it's definitely might me out, right? You're going back on what you just said. But Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said the opposite that kiddush is kosher but cotton and not isha. So he learns ish v'loy cotton, tahar lahachshir as ish. Now both of them agree that the din of hazah is different than kiddush. So whatever they learned previously by kiddush, they're going to switch to hazah. But when it comes to hazah, now. The Gemara is going to ask the following question. You're telling me Rabbi Yehuda holds Ish v'loy katan and tar l'hachshar se'isha. Meisvei. That's the kasha. The Mishnah says in Parah, hakok sheir in l'hazas, everybody could sprinkle the eifer parah chutz mitotum androgynous ve'isha. Except for a totum androgynous and an isha. But however, a katan she'ish boidas, isha m'sayata yumaza. Different details why the Gemara uses, the Mishnah uses this as an example. But the point is that a katan would be kasher even though uh, isha is puzzle. Now, who would argue on this? Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda would hold that. Rabbi Huda holds that tar isha, a woman could do hazah. Yet this Mishnah explicitly says that tumtum androgynous and veisha are chutz. They are not able to do the hazah. And what do we see from here? Veloy pala Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda never argues. So if Rabbi Huda really held isha's kasher bahazah, why didn't he argue? Shlikamara says he did argue. How did he argue? Based on what Ula said yesterday's daf, and we're coming full circle here. Amra Abaya came with Amra Once Ula said that mashma mitzimiyan mashma, that the sequence of these psukim are coming to take us out of what we just said. 
umashma mela, and also could tell us uh, a normal sequence in a flow. So it must be that this, when the Torah goes out of its way to use interesting expression, it's going back on what was previously said, and this would be a perfect example of meitzimiyad mashma, and if you know Rabbi Huda's opinion on the previous Pasuk, you're going to know, follow the sequence, this next Pasuk is going to tell me that Isha is kosher. So, of course, Pollock, Rabbi Huda definitely argues. Two more pieces on this Gemara. The Pasuk says, V'hiza hatar al-tameh. So we learned this before, in the beginning of Yuma, we had this in Shkalem, Tahar, it says, Someone who's tahar now could be could could do the sprinkling. It means like even if he was tummy that day, but he just now became tahar, he's allowed to do the hazah. could do the par. So by the way, we learned this in Yuma Dal phase, and we had this in Shkalim, that they actually wanted a Tfulyam to do it. who said a Tfulyam cannot do the hazah. However, because we were so makal, we had all our other chumras, which, you know, disposable kalim to use. They built a new bridge in Shkalim every single time they did a paraduma, just in case there was tuma, just to show, even though we want to be haitzim liban shaltzidakim, and show that a Tfulyam could do the, the hazah, we want to show that we actually are careful about tuma. Amr Rav Asik, you have a bar, Rav Yechanan, Rav Yishlakish, Bepara. When, when uh, Rav Yechanan and Rav Yishlakish will learn the Pesukim regarding para, lay maske mine. They weren't able to, to really find a theme. It's like the same thing we're having. We're having the same issue. Elekemai demasik talami beik krava. Which in the vernacular would mean, you know, scratching the surface. That uh, the dirt that gets kicked up by a fox. So they're not really getting far. Elekemai, so they had to say the following, which Ulo just said that you can't read the Pasuk and weave one thread, assume one line of reasoning. Mashma, Maitzimi, and Mashma. We have two different expressions. Either the second Pasuk is coming to go back on what we just said and say it's a different details, or the Mashma, Mela, or it's just continuing the flow. Tani, Let's go way back to the Machlekes, Rav and Shmuel, the beginning of yesterday's daf. how we got into this whole thing, was a Shechita by a Paraduma Kasher Bazar. So, Tani Tanakamad Rabbi Yechanan, the following Braisa. Kola Shchitas Kshir Bazar, Chutz Mishal Para. All Shchitas are Kasher Bazar except for the Para Duma. So it's a Raya to Rab. Avle Rabbi Yechanan, Puk Tani Lebar, go teach your 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 uh, Braisa outside. Loy Matzinu Shchitas Bazar Pesul. We never say Shchitas Pesul Bazar. Rabbi Yechanan, Loy Mi Boy, Letana Deleitzayes. Not only did he not agree to this Tana. Allah feed the rabbi, let's say, even listen to this rabbi. Dam rabbi Yechon Mishum, rabbi Shimon ben Yoy Tzadok, Shechitas Parah Bazar Psula. That's what my rabbi said. Vani Omen, I argue explicitly, and I hold Kesheret's Kasher Bazar. Why? Because Lemetzinu, Shechita, Shepsula Bazar. Whenever I find Shechita, is puzzled by a non Kayin. Comes along the Mishnah, the Mishnah had told us. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, the, just the last piece of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Bala Eitzel Parah par Shnia, the second par. We say this in Musaf. So How come by the first vidoy all he said was Ani uveisi, me and my house, and by the second vidoy he says Uvnei Aaron Am Kadeshecha. Umaishnu b'vidoy Sheni Damar Bnei Aaron. Sorry, right. Umaishnu b'vidoy Sheni Damar. He actually does say Uvnei Aaron Am Kadeshecha. So the Gemara says Tani Dvei Rabbi Shmuel Kachi Midas Hadin. I sent us. That's how you you the Midas Hadin goes. So Muta Vyavai Zaka Vichar Pelachayev. It's better for innocent person helps you out and asks for kapara on those that are chayev al yove chayev yichapar l'chayev. So it makes sense to follow the sequence of most innocent to most guilty. So you start with the kayin, then you go to the b'nei Aaron, and we'll see the third video is on the entire kayin's row, 
So it makes sense to go in that sequence. Okay, we'll do the Mishnah, and we'll stop after this Mishnah. So the Mishnah is continuing the avoid that happened on Yom Kippur. So, yes, the, the, the previous daf, on daf Lamed Hay, said the par was standing being Ulum Lamed Zbeah, the Kangada would do the Smicha, he would do the Vidoy Rishon, and then he would, uh, he, he would do the following. Shechotai, he would shech the, the par, the Kibel and the Kangada would do the Kabbalah, again, you have to figure out how to do it, you shech, then you, you let someone else take over, he would accept it by Mizrak, which is the clay Kibel, that, that uh, gather the blood as dummy. He couldn't just leave it like that because the blood would congeal. So he had someone who was the mixer. That's what he did. And where did he stand? So we'll see this more in tomorrow's daf. And the fourth row, if you have pictures, the fourth row of tiles that was in the heichel. Now why would you mix it? So that it should not congeal. The, next, the rest of the Mishnah is really based on Sokim. Not on Machta, the Kangala took a shovel, went up to the top of the Mizbeach, and he got to the fire. Upina He, he uh, spread out coals to the right and to the left. And he gathered from the ones that were totally, uh, you know, ash. There was, no, there was no fire in it anymore. It was totally turned to ash. He would take that, which are the panemias, the inside coals. And he's using that for the katiras. So the Yarad Venichal Rebid Ravisha Bazar. He went and he put the shovel down on the Rebid Ravi that was in the Azara. Now, every day, they would typically have two shovels. The shovel that they would gather the, the coals with was silver. They would do a whole process. He would switch it and you would transition it into a golden shovel. And that was how you would go now, bring the Gatiris. The Hayyayim on Yom Kippur, Chayseh used a gold one, and he didn't switch. He would use just one shovel, less, less work. Every day, the Kayin would dig a four cabin worth of coals. That was in the first shovel, and he would dump it into the second shovel. The second shovel only held three cabin of coals. That means, it would pile up, yaffa yaffa. Meaning, when you first dig, you're not going to get a full shovel. It's not going to be loaded up. When you load it, you have a smaller shovel. It's going to be full and looks nicer. You take a three carbon shovel, and when you, you would just literally walk in with that to the Kaidish Hakadashim. He argues, he says, It was one saw, which is Shisha carbon. And you do it in just a half, you would spill it into a Shovel that only held three carbon. Either way, everyone agrees. On Yom Kippur, it was three carbon. Now, or even during the year, throughout the year it was heavy. kala, it was it was lighter. They had a thinner uh, material. Throughout the year, it was a short-handled shovel. Uh, aruka, it was a long handle. We'll see why. The gold was a yarik, which is like a, uh, a green type of gold, yellow gold probably. What is that? Rose gold? It's a, it's a darker, more hush of gold. Divrei Rabbi Menachem, that is the shita of Rabbi Menachem. Every day throughout the year, when they brought the guitarists in the Zbech they would do pras b'shachras or pras b'narbayim. They'd only do half in the morning and half in the evening. V'hayoyim, the Yom Kippur, obviously you would do the, whatever you would do, but moisif melechafnaf, you would add a handful of the guitarists and, and uh, 
that would be an additional thing to bring into the Kaddish Kedoshim. Choyam Haisa Daka, that throughout the year it was was a fine ground. Vehayoyim and on Yom Kippur Dakam and Daka. It was even uh, it was a micro ground. Micro ground Kitaris. Continues the Mishnah. Vehayoyim Kahanim Oyim Mizrach Shel Kavesh Throughout the year, the Kahanim would go up on the eastern side of the ramp. That was your up. And down they would go on the western side of the ramp. He's the Kaingado. He walks up in the middle, goes down in the middle, doesn't have to wait for anyone. That's how he would do it. Throughout the year, the Kaingado does that. He has his own uh, lane to go up the ramp. Throughout the year, the Kaingado would wash his hands and feet from Akira. He would use a golden uh, pitcher. Throughout the year, the Kohen Gadol always had a special cup. Throughout the year, there were four fires, four arrangements, technically, on the Mizbeach. The fifth one for the for the Gechalim that were going to be used for the Katiris, the Fnai Velofnim. Divi Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yisrael Mechoyim Shalesh, Vayim Abba, Rabbi Huda Mechoyim Shtayim, Vayim Shalesh. Either way, everyone agrees there was an extra one done for Yom Kippur. Sky